Have you seen examples of some very simple first steps that that leaders can can take to to be honest? But I guess actually, as I speak, that's a strange question, right? Because those that probably have a aspiration to to be honest and act with truth, justice, and purpose are, are probably going to be doing a lot of the right stuff anyway. Is, is that fair or or not? Well, uh, so it turns out that's not the not the case, Ben. Right. It turns out that most of us want to get extra credit for our good intentions. The intention, to be honest, and actually being honest are not the same thing. Honesty is in the eye of the beholder. And so my experience, so you may intend one thing, but but if your actual actions and words don't match that and you don't realize that, you'll be getting evaluated by those around you, your most important stakeholders, on a different standard, and you may not even realize it. Let me tell you what the four conditions were um, that we found that predict honesty, and I can tell you how to be good at those. So the first one was be who you say you are. All of our organizations have promises they make. They make them in the form of mission statements and vision statements and value statements. It turns out that when an organization's actions actually match the words, you are three times more likely to have people be honest. But if your actions belie those words, if in other words, when when people read your values or your mission statement or your purpose statement and they roll their eyes as though, yeah, that's just for the wall, but we know what really happens around here. Now you've institutionalized duplicity. Now you've told people around here, we say one thing, but we do another. And now you've given everybody permission to do the same. When that's the case, now you're three times more likely to have people be dishonest, to lie, cheat, and serve their own interests first. The second condition was fairness and accountability. When I feel like my contributions are discussed in a fair way, and a dignifying way, meaning I'm treated with dignity when I do it, now you're four times more likely to have people be honest. But when I feel like I'm misunderstood, misjudged, categorized in a, in, with a label, not appreciated, not being held accountable to grow. And where I feel like the, the playing field's that level when my chance of success isn't the same as everybody else's. Now you're four times more likely to have people be dishonest because I now have to embellish my accomplishments and hide my mistakes. The third was transparency in governance. <clears throat> so if I walk into a meeting in my organization and I look around and I believe that what's happening around the table is an honest conversation about the data that's being presented, that the data that's being presented is fair, that the person presenting it has no other agenda other than to truly collectively make a decision to solve a problem. And I believe that my voice is welcome, even if I want to disagree with your interpretation, even if I want, if I want to offer a dissenting view or raise a controversial perspective. If that's all true, now you're three and a half times likely to have me be honest in that room. But if I walk into that room and I think it's orchestrated theater, it's nothing but performance art, that the data is been spun, that there's an agenda behind the presentation, that the last thing I think you want is a, is a, a point of view that departs from the prevailing one in the room. Now I have to get my the truth underground. The only reliable place to get honest information is somewhere else. So now you're three and a half times more likely to have people be dishonest. And lastly, probably the most surprising finding in our research was the factor of cross-functional relationships. So where the organization comes together at the seams, if those relationships are cohesive, if there is a way to resolve the healthy conflict that exists, you know, the classic border wars, sales and marketing, supply chain and operations, you know, R&D and manufacturing, HR and everybody. If there's a healthy way for those relationships to be resolved, in other words, the seams are stitched, you're six times more likely to have people be honest because now we're part of a greater truth. But if those relationships remain intractably in conflict um, with unresolved issues, we, constant we-they thinking, constant tribalism and rivalry. You've now fragmented the organization. When you do that, you know, the classic silos and divisional rivalries, you now have border wars. And when that's the case, 
you fragment the truth. So now what we have are dueling truths, mine versus yours. So my, my goal is no longer to find a single source of truth. My goal is to win and have you lose. Now you're six times more likely to have people be dishonest. Um, and the interesting and probably most painful part of the statistical models, Ben, is that they're cumulative. So if you are good at all four of those things, reasonably effective at them, you're around 16 times more likely to have people in your organization be honest with you. But if you suck at all four of them, if you really, if those things are all true about your organization, that those things, you know, you are hypocritical about your actions and words, accountability is not fair and it's not just in the eyes of your employees. If what happens in meetings is not transparent and it's theatrics, and if there are fragmentation across organization seams, you are 16 times more likely to find yourself in a headline you never wanted to be in. <laughs> 